Hey everybody, welcome back to Goblins and Goblets, our real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast, loosely based on the 5th edition rules. This week we are going to do a little side quest. Um, we are going to do something I have dubbed Oops All Bards. Our party uh, is entirely composed of three bards, and they're going to go on a little on a little adventure. So I'm going to have the players roll initiative and see who gets to introduce themselves first. Why don't you guys roll? I'm going to go first. 23. I got an 18. Oh my gosh. What's his dexterity? Wait, what, Ben? What's your dexterity? Oh my gosh. Um, my initiative add-on is plus five, so. My goodness. Yeah. Okay. What you got, Reed? Uh, nine. Nine. <laughs> a lot yeah. less. Coming Bringing up sluggish. the back Sluggish. He was out yeah, drinking a little happens. too much. People, bad. Yeah, People get yeah, drunk. Yeah. You guys are bards. That's what you yeah. do for fun. Yeah, that's right. All right, Braden, start us off. Uh, name, character, name, class. Not class, obviously. Subclass. 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 Hi, my name is Braden, and I'm playing Javier because I was told I'm not allowed to play Hoskier. Copyright. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, um. He is obviously a bard from the College of Swords. Uh, cool. Ben, you're next. Um, my name's Ben. I'm playing uh, Scamos. He is the College of Whispers. He's a tiefling. And he, uh, what he does is he likes to uh, advise people and just, just get all the money off that way. <laughs> advise people. All right, cool. Reed? <laughs> uh, I'm Reed. I'm playing uh, Pickwick Quicksick. And uh, she is a, uh, a halfling bard as well, and uh, from the College of Eloquence. Uh, she uh, kind of just travels around the country and, and uh, is, has a silver tongue and, and gets by, by that way. All right, cool. Let's get her on. Um, I'm going to need you guys to collectively come up with a name for your band real quick. Uh, <laughs> not real quick. I'll give you guys the rest of the, the session to kind of brainstorm and see what it's going to be called. <laughs> Um, we're going to, we're going to need it at some point. I figured I would let that, let that be up to you guys. All right, got it. All right, got it. Oh yeah. Done. What <laughs> is mind it? Slayers. Say the mind flayer, the mind slayers. Boom. Mind slayers. Okay. Okay. Like okay. That. Yeah. Bardic disassociations. Let me just give myself an inspiration for that one right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys are a traveling band, obviously. Um, you, we have... Yeah, you uh, we have a flautist, a guitarist, and a drummer making up our, our ranks this week. Uh, obviously, we have some some returning friends and some people we haven't played with in a couple sessions now. It's good to have Ben back at the table. Uh, Braden's always here, and it's good to have Reed here again. Let's get it on, everybody. Oh, cheers. Yeah, I drank cheers. It first. Cheers. <laughs> Little... Uh... Little theme song intro, or uh, yeah, 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 do yeah, it, yeah, do okay. it. yeah, yeah, you know, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the town. no, this one's better. <laughs> <laughs> Playing DD with my friends, hope we kill all the monsters before it ends. Yeah, what's your class? Joe's bar. Oh, you too? Oops, all barred. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We begin. Uh, we are playing in the same realm as the regular podcast, obviously, because I made that realm and don't want to make a third one. Uh, <laughs> we begin in a little town called Seaside. It's southeast of the Royal City of Twelfth. It is a small village. You guys are just passing through on your way to the Royal City of Twelfth to play in the annual music festival called Chords of the Capital. It is a three-day festival where bards from across the land come together to jam and play music for the masses. For the bards, it's three days of booze, babes, and banging out some tunes. Uh, You guys were planning on getting in a little bit early and setting up the merch table to try and turn a little bit of a profit, make a couple gold pieces, you know. Uh, You guys want to get the primo spot to camp, which is close to the small lake. So you can go for a quick dip in the mornings to freshen up. But also, this is where the best of the best bands set up for the weekend. But currently, you are pre-gaming in a tavern in this little village outside of your final destination. The three of you sit around a dusty table, pounding your ales and shots of whiskey, Mm -hmm. as the barmaid, a hefty, shorter woman with short red hair and freckles across her face, has been successfully keeping your goblets filled with nice cold ale. The three of you are the only patrons currently in this tavern, probably because it's 1 p.m. on a Tuesday, but I digress. We already introduced ourselves, so let's move on from that. As you guys enjoy your newly refreshed beverage and the barmaid heads back towards the bar, the bell above the door jingles and you turn to see who's come to join your party. You look at where you would assume the head of another person would be as they walk through the door but just see the sunny day awaiting you all outside. As you kind of pan your head down towards the ground, thinking perhaps it may be a dwarf or something entering, you see standing before you, wooden stick poking out of the corner of his mouth, a stark white two and a half foot tall goose, who gives you an awkward honk from its bright orange beak that matches his little webbed feeties, uh, trying to communicate something to you all while continuing to hold the stick in his gob. He enters the tavern, the door closes behind him, and the bell above it jangles once more. As she hears it, the barmaid, who you know is named Felicity, comes out and says to you all, no pets in the tavern, love, and heads back into the kitchen area behind the bar. The goose watches her come in, say something to you all, and leave again. It then turns to look at the three of you, seated around the table, and charges in your direction. <laughs> I'm going to use the three uh, initiatives that you guys rolled to introduce your characters to do this. Uh, the goose is going to chase you guys around the tavern and try and poke you with the stick in his mouth. Uh, the goose is going to roll initiative, and he is going to go before Reed, after Ben. Brayden, you are going to go first. What would you like to do? There's a goose charging you. Um... I'm going to run to the bathroom and lock myself in. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Make me a sleight of hand check to lock the door under pressure. Okay. That's a 14. Uh, You are currently trying to lock the door. You will get it on your next turn. Ben, what are you going to do? I am going to uh, pull my rapier out and uh, cast Thaumaturgy and make my voice boom. And I'll be like, are you ready to open up this fucking pit? <laughs> okay. Uh, that's not your full... Oh, no, that is your full action. Uh, you cast Thaumaturgy. Yeah, Thaumaturgy is a full action. How far is the goose away from me? 
Uh, it's like 15 feet. He just oh. walked in the door of this tavern. Let's fucking go. Open up this pit. Get ready to mosh. <laughs> the goose seems unfazed by your heavy metal screaming and continues to charge. He is going to run up to you and poke you with the stick in his mouth. Roll me a constitution saving throw. It's a, it's a 16. That passes. Uh, you Nothing happens. You are just poked by a stick in your shin, and everything is good. Reed, it is your turn. The goose has charged across the room and poked your friend in the shin with a stick. Poked the friend? Okay, well, I'm a, a lover of animals, so I'll, I'll cast... I have tongues. I'll cast tongues so I can talk to the, talk to the goose. Cool, okay. I cast, I cast tongues and I say... Uh, well, hello, Goose. My name is Pickwick Quicksick. My friends call me Pickwick. Uh, or Pick, you know, if you prefer. Um, uh, what are you doing with that stick in there? That's a pretty nice stick. What is your name? <laughs> the... I wonder... So there's technically a spell that allows you to talk to animals. I don't know that tongues... Oh. I don't know if tongues would let you... Let me take a peek here. Oh, is tongues not it? Okay, I assumed that's what it was. Because it's a beast, it wouldn't be it, I don't think. Oh, no. It has to understand a language, and don't communicate language. Yeah, I will allow you to not do that and hold the tongues. Hold the tongues, okay, okay. Uh, Let's see, do bards not have uh, talk with animals? They do, but you have to, it's one of the spells you gotta choose. I think it's a... Tongues does not enable the subject to speak with creatures who don't speak. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Comprehend languages probably wouldn't work to that, that effect either. No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Speak with animals specifically. Ah, oh, shucks. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't, I didn't use that one. Uh, oh, how about just speak, speak with animals? That does work. If you cast that, you can, in fact, talk to this goose. Okay, that's, yeah, that's a level one. <laughs> well, uh, indeed, that's, that's the one that I will, I will do. Cool. All right. Uh, you cast Speak with Animals, and you can now talk to this goose. What would you like to say? I would like to say uh, uh, what I said before, and I, I'll, I'll say, uh, hey, don't poke my friend with that stick. <laughs> What's, uh, what are you doing here? Do you have a name? Or do gooses even have actual names? I don't know how the, how the flock works. A goose again? <laughs> how the flock that works. The goose turns and looks at you, kind of perplexed. Uh, and he, with the stick in his mouth, looks up at you and says, Hey, ma'am, <laughs> I was just trying to turn somebody into a goose so I could talk to him. Um, but I guess I can talk to you without yeah. turning somebody into a goose. Oh, no, no need for that. <laughs> and he... He spits his, his stick out on the ground because I got eraser shavings in my mouth mostly. And uh, he says, this is, this is actually my wand. I was trying to turn one of you into a goose so I could talk to you. I need some help. Uh, he says, my name is Rubius. And uh, me and my partner, Hilland, were working on creating a spell that would allow us to control the innate magic within the earth itself, kind of harnessing the power of nature and learning like super cool abilities and stuff that most people would never dream of, but we would be able to teach. Uh, This new magic would allow us to gain control over nature itself, correcting a wide variety of damages uh, from fire ravaged forests after a war, which we could regrow the old growth forests in just a snap of a finger. 
to stopping tidal waves or hurricanes from destroying entire areas with the flick of a wrist. We kind of wanted to harness the nature for the good of mankind and bend it to our will to control it for the better. However, during our research the other day, we almost had it. We were so close, but something backfired onto me and turned me into a goose. Yes. My partner tried to revert me back, but to no avail. Uh, I kind of left in search of a group who might be able to help me get back to my human form. For a substantially large payment, I need you and your group of friends here to venture to the elven ruins of the city of Dredoran, which is a super small island settlement, not, not far from here at all. And find me the staff of Venetia, who was the true master of nature way back when the gods roamed the earth and stuff, you know. Uh, this staff is kind of the only way I can return to my humanoid form. Okay, so I, I, uh, a little bit of a d- dispel magic wouldn't, uh, wouldn't work for you there? No? Too powerful? No, my partner did try. Uh, it just didn't, it didn't work. Didn't take. Didn't take. Okay. Well, <laughs> absolutely. That sounds like a good adventure. What, what do you say, Ban? What do you say, uh, uh, Mind Slayers? Are you still talking to them <laughs> oh, goose? I guess I would be. <laughs> because they didn't understand a fucking word. Right, I turned I turned to the party and just... <laughs> hey, is there more than one goose out there now? Why am I hearing multiple hogs? Javier is actually in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can you can go between uh, I, I talk I to animals and realize, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you you were just talking in goose for a second. Uh, <laughs> you can talk to your friends in, in common. <laughs> uh, I, I clear my throat. <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. Of course. Of course. Well, Ben, we have a quest. We have a new quest for us. Uh, this, this good goose, uh, if you'll take a gander over here. Um, sorry. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Terrible goose <laughs> jokes. Again. Terrible goose <laughs> uh, And if you'll, uh, Felicity, Felicity, will you get the get this uh, this goose say um, R- Rubius here a, a beer, if you will. She comes out from behind. The, she comes out of the kitchen, uh, stops behind the bar top, and says, "I I told you, love, no no pets in the bar." <laughs> oh, but Felicity, you know me. This isn't this is no ordinary goose. <laughs> Roll me a charisma check. <laughs> Mr. Bard. <laughs> Mr. Bard, all right. That's gonna be an easy check. Oh, low roll. Uh can't be any lower than a ten. Nine. Oh, it can't. Oh, right. Actually 13. So yep. right? Because mm-hmm. it's 10 plus 3. So 13. 13. Uh she kind of holds her holds her hand to her mouth and like rubs her chin for a second. She's like, all right. It's one o'clock on a Tuesday, and y'all have been <laughs> real good patrons, so I will pour this goose a glass of ale, uh, and begins pouring the goose a glass of ale. All right, and I say, I'll fit the bill. <laughs> I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll take the bill, if you will. <laughs> okay. Well, lovely, and I, I, uh, I, I call, um, sorry, wait, what's everybody's name again? We have Javier, which is Brayden. And Scamos or Scamos? Scamos. Okay. Okay. I call out Javier Scamos. Come, come, uh, share ale with this, with this goose. And I relay the, uh, the call to, to quest that, that Rubius has, has given us. And so I, I guess I'm, I'm 
talking back and forth. They'd say something that I'd to the goose and then the goose would say something I talk back and then and translate to common. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know about no goose, friend. I'm kind of hungry. I'm gonna eat this goose. The goose uh, looks at you, Pickwick, and says, please don't let them eat me. Um, I understand what they say, but they can't understand me because I am a goose. Um, I don't want to be a snack. I am a, a human being if you will, at some point, maybe, if you can help me. <laughs> I'll make it worth your while, I promise. I have so much gold. So much gold. Uh, by weight, how, how much do you find is so much? Well, currently I'm a goose, so any more than like 10 gold pieces is pretty heavy for me. But like, as a human, I got a shitload of money, and I will pay anybody any amount of it to turn me back into a human. <laughs> I, I relay this. It's a human? Of gold, you say? Of gold. I come striding out of the bathroom as a goose now. <laughs> as a goose? As a goose? Oh, because you're a changeling, right? I'm a changeling. <laughs> do you speak goose or do you always speak common? I think I always speak common. That's not as fun. Let me just double check on that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so the goose has offered you much, much monies to much monies. go find the staff on the island. Uh, he says, there's a small rowboat down on the beach that you guys can uh, row. Just It's a super short distance out to the island. All you have to do is get out there, grab the staff, and bring it back. And kind of blast me with it, I guess. I'm not really 100% sure how this all is going to work. But I know I need the staff because uh, my partner's magic couldn't do it. So I assume it has to be the thing that did it to me in the first place. I'm quick to jump for, uh, for an adventure. It sounds... Sounds like a blasting good time. Uh, is everybody else down to go get this this staff for this goose? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, you guys spend... I have one request for you there, Mr. Goose. If this, in fact, kills you instead, we do get to eat you, right? <laughs> uh, the, the goose looks up at you, Pickwick, and says, I mean, if I'm already dead and you didn't kill me, I guess you can eat me, but that's kind of weird. I don't know if I'm going to turn back into a person when I die or if I'm just forever a goose. But if I turn back into a person, please don't eat me because that's cannibalism. And I'm pretty sure that's illegal, even in the Forgotten Realm. Uh, as you can see by my feathered demeanor right now, it would not be cannibalism because I am currently a goose. So you want a goose to eat a person? That would just be weird. <laughs> I've seen crazier things. <laughs> Fair enough. I've done crazier things. <laughs> I've once seen a watermelon eat a man. <laughs> uh, the three of you and the goose finish your drinks and you pay your tab and exit the tavern into the bright afternoon sun. The goose says he will not be accompanying you because he's useless. He's a goose. Uh, so he's going to stay here so you know where to find him after you get the staff. Uh, as you kind of exit the tavern into, like I said, the bright afternoon sun, a warm humid breeze hits you gently across your faces. The goose did tell you there is a small rowboat moored on the nearby beach uh, you can use to cross the sea to the small island. So you head down to the beach. Uh, you're not very far from the beach at all. This town is called Seaside. So you're real close to the water. <laughs> you make your way through the village and down onto the warm white sand of the nearby beach. 
Tied to a palm tree, about 300 feet or so from where you guys arrive onto the beach is a simple wooden rowboat, big enough to hold five or six people. Oris poking over the side, just kind of hanging out, waiting for you guys. Hey. And you make your way down the beach and arrive at your vessel. Why don't you all roll me a perception check? Mm. Oh, well, I'm that. Hey, 23. Ah, damn, 19. <laughs> Always out doing, oh yeah. Uh, the 19 and the 23, uh, as you guys approach the the small ship, the small boat tied to this palm tree, uh, there's a bit of foliage like up the beach a bit where the sand turns back into actual like dirt and the grass can start growing. And you notice poking out, kind of peeking through some foliage is uh, some eyeballs. Uh, it looks like four sets of them. Four sets of eyeballs. Hmm. Uh, I you know, play some flute, you know, just hanging out. Play some flute. Yeah, you don't see them. Uh, I I slyly tell him about the eyeballs and, and say, no, don't, but don't look, don't, don't uh, slyly <laughs> look over there. That's a great idea for a song. That's a great idea for like, eyeballs. <laughs> uh, Javier, you do see them as well. I point over my shoulder towards Skamos and cast message and in Skamos's head he hears hey uh there's like four sets of eyeballs in the bushes over there i don't know what the fuck is going on but there's four sets of eyeballs in the bushes over there all right i'm gonna do a message right back to him words <laughs> man and like how, how far do you think they are uh you hear in both of your heads because i am jesus christ himself uh about 30 feet hmm I'm going to look that way to the eyeball and cast True Strike. Okay. <laughs> Just going to blast them. So anyway, I start blasting. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, True Strike just gives me a damage. I know. <laughs> okay. All right. I just scared by a thumb. I'll, uh, as a, a cantrip, I guess, I'll cast uh, Friendship and um, on, on one, one set of the eyeballs and, and call out to it. Uh, hey there. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> uh, you were... Your DC is 13, we decided. Uh, that's the... Your spell save DC? Oh. They get to resist, right? Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah, correct. Uh, What's your charisma yeah, modifier? Uh, plus three. Um, oh, my. He... He's super smart, super wise bard. Super smart. <laughs> How many feet did you get? Your save DC would be 15, not 13. Oh, oh, proficiency? Okay. oh, wait, 17. I don't know. Mine's 17 plus four. right now. Oh, no, it would be 15. You're right. If his is only two less than me, then his would be 15. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll save DC is eight plus proficiency charisma. plus charisma. Okay, modifier. yeah, so it would be 15. Whatever that gets you to. Uh, 15, okay. I rolled a 19. It doesn't really matter. Uh, what's <laughs> okay, the save? Fair. What uh, <laughs> is it a wisdom save? It's a... Uh... For for friendship, it just gives me advantage on all oh, shit. There is no checks to uh, yeah, yeah. Nice little okay. cantrip. Uh, okay, cool. There are four sets of eyeballs in the bushes. Skamos has cast uh, True Strike, and Pickwick has cast Friendship. Javier, would you like to do anything before you are roll initiative? <laughs> the two sides of a coin, huh? <laughs> Not much you really can do. Um, Unless you want to just blast them to begin with. I'm going to cast Blade Ward. Okay. Um, 
I extend my hand and trace a sigil of warding in the air. Until the end of my next turn, I have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by weapon attacks. Hmm. Oh, nice. I'm going to minor illusion my hand to look like a Glock. A Glock. Bust a cap in their ass. All right, uh, everybody roll me initiative as these four sets of eyeballs actually turn into six and six goblins jump out of the shrubbery oh and charge <laughs> yeah, a 19 from scamos 19 that is a 10 from javier that is a eight <laughs> from from pickwick <laughs> all right cool first top of the order is ben there are six goblins charging at you from the shrubbery uh 30 feet away mm, okay well, anyways, start blasting Eldritch Blast! <laughs> Roll. True strike at the advantage. Ooh, that's a nat 20. Nat 20, and I get three blasts out of that. Christ, okay. He's probably dead. I'm just gonna... So let's, let's check real quick. Five. Ten. Dead. <laughs> dead. Uh, use the third one to attack another one. Oh, okay. Uh, that one was a seven. Uh, pretty fucked up. And uh, going to, um, are we all still in the rowboat? Uh, you guys are kind of like right there by the rowboat. You're not in the rowboat. Okay, I'm just going to pull out my uh, rapier and just start charging. Okay. Uh, next, we're going to... Two victory! Two victory. Uh, we're going to have one of these goblins. Or one of these, yeah, one of these goblins. Holy shit, I actually rolled well. Uh, one of these goblins is going to charge at you... Skamos and swing his scimitar at you. Uh, rolls a 21 to hit, for sure does. Actually, you know, I'm gonna use one of my luckies and we're gonna not gonna make that happen. Okay, that's a four. Nice, okay. All right, didn't hit you. In fact, uh, he he looks so certain he's gonna fucking smack you with the scimitar and then. He like turns on a heel sideways and just swings directly into the air, and then he like stops, looks around for a second. He's like, "What the fuck?" And uh, yeah, that's that's his turn. Uh, next, we have Javier. Okay, so how many goblins are left? Five. One of them is quite fucked up. Can I choose a point where I can cast thunderclap where only they would hear it? Uh, what's the radius on thunderclap um you create a burst of thunderous sound that can be heard up to 100 feet away each creature within range other than you must succeed on a constitution saving throw i'm going to cast thundercat thunderclap and what happens is i just slam my drumsticks against the side of the canoe okay and i am going to need a constitution save from everybody everybody within 100 feet which includes both of you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here are five D20s. Because I now have that many dice. I rolled a 14. Oh, no. I rolled a six. Fails. A 14. Constitution. Fails. Uh, 15. Fails. And two 18s. Uh, those both save. Okay. So you hit three of them for full damage. I assume it's half for the other ones. Uh, no half. Okay. Uh. What did you two roll? Nine. Fails. Yeah, I got a uh, an 11. Also fails. Yeah. All right, cool. Yep. Roll your damage. 14 points of damage for everybody. 14. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, you fully kill one of them and really, really fuck up the other four. I say, Javier, that was 
fucking loud. I use my, those are my hearing ears. <laughs> That's fucking loud. <laughs> a bit of, a bit of warning next time. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, I should have uh, warned you guys to plug your ears first. Ow. <laughs> uh, next in the order is going to be two of these goblins who are going to close the distance on you and attack Javier because that fucking hurt. Uh, shit. Rolled a, a 10 and a 17. The 17 hits. You take three plus five damage as one of these goblins smacks you with a scimitar. Hey, uh, little goblin, you might want to try harder next time. That didn't really hurt. Uh, he looks at you and says, fuck you, man. And I just start, I do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) The other two turn and look at you, Pickwick, and say, hey, fuck you, lady. (laughs) The next chance I get, you are going to die for saying fuck you. You hear me, little goblin? You will die. He flips you off. Uh, (laughs) Next in the order is Pickwick. Let's see, Pickwick. I'll, uh... I do like the suck my dick motion. (laughs) (laughs) Would it, would it be uh, a bit overpowered to to cast uh, enemies abound? Probably. Probably. Okay. I don't know yeah. what it does, but like if a, you tell me what it does, it's a level three spell, and and uh, I target it on somebody. They're frightened of me, and then they basically they consider everybody as an enemy, so they just start attacking whoever's closest to them. Uh, you can. It's up to you. Um, that's not what I thought it was going to do. It does seem a little bit. These guys are these guys are very very fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It does so, seem uh, a little bit of a waste. I've yeah. been using cantrips. Cantrips, right? Okay, can do that. I'll just I'll pull out the old uh, short bow and just fire. You know, if it ain't if it ain't broke, don't don't fix it. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Uh, ooh, sixteen plus six. That hits. Uh, uh, and then let's see. That's five damage. Uh, he's dead. Finish him off. Finish him. Finish him off. Oh, finish it like uh, what happens? You mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I pull back the bow and fucking let loose an arrow, and it uh, goes right into the to the jugular, and he sprays the Dies. the <laughs> the goblin next to him with with uh, his his last dying spurt. Nice. Uh, that goblin rolled a nine constitution save and cannot see at the moment. There's blood in his eye. Uh, we're going to have two goblins go. Uh, they're going to... One of them is going to attack... Let's see. Who have I attacked? One of them is going to attack... Nah, fuck it. Both of them are going to attack Pickwick. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a... A 18, an 18, and a 13. Okay, yep. <laughs> you get me. Both of them? Yep. <laughs> Armor class 12. Right. Yeah, okay. Uh, you take nine, 13 points of damage Okay. Uh, as both of these goblins charge you after you just smote their friend and uh, stab you with scimitars. I say, ow, that was, together, that was almost as much damage as the friendly fire. <laughs> uh, we are back to the top of the order with Ben. There are three, there are three left. There are three left. Are you in close to me? They're all close to you. You know what? They're straight up not having a good time. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Kill them, probably. Yeah. Um, is Vicious Mockery a bonus action? or? A... Uh, it depends on your class. I, or on yeah. your subclass, I believe. Yeah, it's an action for me. Um, 
Hmm. Well, if ain't broke, don't fix it. Eldritch Blast! You can get three beams. <laughs> I get three beams. Okay, they're all dead. All right. They all have one hit point. Everybody oh had God. one hit point after Javier's attack. Oh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I admire illusions to smoke out on my, my Glock hand. My Glock hand. <laughs> Damn it, Skamos. I wanted to kill that one that flipped me off. <laughs> well, if you ain't first, you're last. All right, cool. Uh, you guys have brutally murdered these goblins on the white sands of this beach. Uh, <laughs> blood covering a good portion of the sand. Uh, but they're not going to take your boat anymore. So you guys begin to work on the knots holding the ship or the, the rowboat, the ship, whatever, uh, to the palm tree it is tied to. While they do that, I slowly just drag all the goblin bodies into the water oh, and Jesus. push them off. <laughs> uh, after a few minutes working at the knots, you manage to free the boat and get it pushed towards the edge of the sea, lapping at the beach. And after giving it one final shove, head off towards the nearby island. Actually, I'm uh, I'm going to do the mantle of whispers on one of the goblins. Okay. Uh, I could uh, become its form. Nice. Uh, was it for an hour? Oh, wow. Yeah, for one hour. I, uh, and uh, I get to, while I'm in disguise, I gain access to all the information that it would freely share with an acquaintance, a casual acquaintance. Like, such information includes general details of its background, personal life, but no secrets. Okay. Uh, general information you would gain from that would be that they were after the boat because they wanted to take it for a ride in the ocean. Uh, you gain that his name is Steve and he and his friends just wanted to go for a joyride. Uh, they were planning on stealing the boat and taking it around the island and probably sinking it, but who knows? Uh, they didn't make it that far. They just wanted to go for a ride. That's that's pretty much it. Uh, Skamos now looks like a goblin. Do you also adopt his stats? No. Okay. Cool. Uh, cool. So it is Javier, Pickwick, and a goblin in the small rowboat heading towards this uh, nearby island. It's super close. Uh, takes you guys just a couple minutes. Uh, from where you launch the boat, you can see not far from the beach a small island upon which are several stone structures that appear to lay in ruin. You row your way across the bright blue sea and arrive less than an hour after launching your rowboat. Super fast trip. Uh, you put the small boat up the beach a ways to keep it from washing away. The sand on the island is white and warm as well. Palm trees dot the area, swaying in the afternoon breeze. Short foliage covers the ground as you move away from the sandy shore you landed on. Bright pink and orange flowers sprout from random shrubs spread around the area. From where you stand, you can see the stone ruins tower above the trees. And from where you stand, you get a real feel for how large the ruins actually are. It seems that the elves who settled this island in order to utilize the limited space available on the island, built up instead of out, growing their structures high into the sky. Uh, and you begin moving inward towards the ruins in search of this mysterious staff. After walking for about 10 minutes through this thick vegetation, you emerge into an open area where the ruins jut into the sky. A neatly maintained area with short, dark green grass and well-kept bushes lining narrow, well-worn dirt paths leading from demolished building to demolished building by way of a central worn intersection where the paths come together and diverge again in all directions. In all, there looks to be about five buildings here laying in ruin, destroyed and abandoned long ago by the small elven populace. 
arranged in a pentagonal shape centered around the intersection of the paths, the buildings all lay in various states of destruction. The building closest to you is the point of the pentagon and seems to be the most intact. Rising several stories into the sky is a dark-colored stone building with faded elven writing above a wide doorway in the first floor of the building, uh, into the first floor of the building. The top few floors appear to have taken the brunt of the damage, crumbling and sloughing off the building, creating a pile of rubble mainly to the right of the building. The two buildings on either side of this building are longer and only about three stories tall. They're both split down the middle and are pretty smashed, but there are a few sections of each that remain standing. Using the remnants of these two buildings, you can gather these were probably longhouses to give a larger number of people shelter. The farther two buildings are completely demolished, laying in respective piles of white stone and stained and worn red brick, pieces scattered across the lush green grass. You all make your way forward into the clearing and are suddenly overcome by some sort of vision, uh, bringing each of you to your knees in the center of the wreckage. Your vision darkens and then goes completely black. Just as fast as it disappears, it reappears, but your vision is still a bit blurry and everything is grayscale for some reason. As you come to, you realize you're in the same small island village as you were before, but before the destruction. Everything is in its original form. The two buildings that were completely destroyed in the real timeline are standing once more. They're actually simple houses that stand side by side. White stone with bright red brick around the two small windows and the dark stained wooden door on the face of the house. The longhouses are made of a darker wood, with simple windows and a few lighter wooden doors spread equally across the long walls of the building. The taller building at the tip of the pentagon is also returned to its original glory. A striking dark stone building rises into the evening sky, jutting upward like a dark obelisk against the light sky. You can tell the building did lose a few stories between now and when you all arrived here, but other than that it looks relatively unscathed. All around you, elves of various sizes and ages work their way around the village via the dirt paths, which are much more worn down in this vision. Most are heading to or leaving from the, the tall building, female elves wearing long, light-colored dresses with bright jewelry hanging from their necks, passed by male elves in light gray robes, long and flowing as they walk. From the tall building emerges a short dwarven man, sporting a bright red beard and a completely bald head. Dressed in a white shirt and light gray trousers, he begins to head for the houses at the back. At the same time, a tall, slender human man wearing long black robes emerges from the left house, closing the door behind him. His pale skin glows orange in the evening light. They both walk at the same pace, passing by each other in the center of town, right near you all. The world has been silent up until this point. You haven't heard the feet crunching along the dirt paths or the idle discussion of groups of elves as they pass by, despite them being mere inches from you. You do hear the footsteps of both of these men approaching. The breathing of both begins to quicken and reaches its peak as they come to a stop only a few feet apart. The dwarf looks up at the human man and says, Hillant, nice to see you. Have you any luck with your research? The staff has not really been all that helpful in my portion. The slender man responds, Hello, Rubius. Progress has been pretty much halted since Rubius. the last breakthrough. I thought the staff would help us, but maybe this is all for naught. Maybe this is just a pipe dream, and there really is no way for mankind to control the forces of nature, and it should just be left to randomness. A look of shock crosses Rubia's face as Hillen says this, and he says, Hillen, we're so close. Why don't I come back in with you, and we work at, at it together for a while? 
and the two men turn and begin walking towards the building together, and your vision darkens again. This time, when you return to your senses, you feel a wild wind whipping around you. Lightning crashes down into one of the longhouses, immediately sparking a fire and causing a flood of elves to shamble out and head out of the clearing. People begin frantically running about, uncertain as to where they should go. Another strike of lightning crashes into the top of the building, sloughing off the corner of the roof. Sprinting out the front door of this building is the human man, a long slender wooden staff in hand with a crude tree carved into the top. Right on his heels is the dwarf. Hillant, we need to stop this. How do we put it back? As he asks, a beam of bright white energy shoots from the tip of the staff skyward. The wind picks up even more. It's raining sideways at this point. Another crack of lightning brings down one of the houses. From your right, you see a water spout headed towards the village, running through the longhouses. I can't stop it, Rubius. You need to get out of here and try to get anyone you can to safety on the mainland. I'll try to contain it. As he turns to look at Rubius's face to see if he leaves, he aimed the staff at his old friend's chest. A slight smile crosses his face. The staff looses a beam, uh, launching the dwarf several hundred feet into the air, pushing him towards the sea. Hillen drops the staff, unable to control his power. The staff bounces, rotates slightly, and comes to a stop facing the demon man. One last flash, and your vision goes dark. The sound of pouring rain and thunder echoes in your minds. After a few moments, you all regain your senses and look around. You're back in the real reality now. The building's destroyed once more, and the island void of humanoid life. Between you all and the uh, between you all on the ground, motionless, is a tall wooden staff with a tree carved into the top of it. From behind you, in the foliage, in the direction of the beach, you hear a honk as the stark white stark white goose emerges, wooden stick poking from his beak again. He waddles over to you all and gestures towards the staff on the ground. What do you do? Mm. So the vision we saw, Hillant the dwarf was the one walking away and and Rubius was the tall slender man and he pointed the staff with the smirk at uh at uh, uh let me check to make sure but i believe so okay yeah well i i no longer trust this goose hilland hilland is the is the slender man rubius is, is the man? is the uh the dwarf. dwarf dwarf that was that was taking everybody off the island Correct. okay uh yeah. so he was blasted away hmm Hmm. I'm not gonna touch it. You touch it. I'll touch it. <laughs> I'll touch okay. it. And Pickwick uh, sprints up and grabs the staff. Okay. Uh, yeah. You bend down, pick it up, and what do you do with it? I'm going to start playing music. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's called Counter Charm. I gain the ability to use mas- musical notes as words of power to disrupt oh. mind-influencing effects. As an action, you can start a performance that lasts until the end of my next turn. During that time, you and any friendly creatures within 30 feet of me have advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. A creature must be able to hear me to gain this benefit. So I just want to clarify, Hilland is the tall, slender man. Rubius is the dwarf. Rubius is the one that was blasted first, and then something happened to Hilland and your vision i mean that was okay. all you saw yeah. so this goose told you his name was it was rubius correct so just wanted to clarify okay good good yeah uh anyway you pick up the staff nothing happens okay how how anti <laughs> 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 not yet not yet we'll see um, yeah uh what would you like to do with it now with the staff 
Yes. Uh, let's see. We see the goose flying in, right? Yeah. He waddles out of the foliage and kind of gestures towards the staff on the ground. Okay. Yeah. I guess, uh, can I do speak with animals again? Yeah. Okay. So that's two of my level one spells done. Um, yeah, I, I, I do that and I, I honk, uh, is that you, Rubius? He's, he says, <laughs> yeah, will you, uh, will you point that stick at me? And uh, <laughs> something should happen. Something should happen. And that should do it. Okay. I don't know what's going to happen, but it should turn me back. Should turn you back. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll send motive on that. Sure. Yeah? Yeah. After uh, seeing well, that. Yeah. Well, uh, an insight check. Ah. Insight 21, I believe. Yeah. 21 is 21. a solid insight. Uh, with a 21, the words that this goose has told you, you believe to be true. I believe to be true. Uh, okay. He doesn't know what will happen. He just thinks that if you point the staff at him, something's going to happen and he's going to revert back to his original form. Okay. Uh, he just wants to be back again he doesn't want to be a goose anymore that's his motive (laughs) okay okay fair fair uh i huddle up with my band with uh uh the mind slayers i say should we should we turn him back this was this was our original goal but after seeing all that what what did y'all think about that film (laughs) Mm. i don't know like what's the worst that help are we gonna go for this right we're getting gold gold. who cares if it's good (laughs) uh I feel like we should uh, prepare to attack in case this isn't actually Rubius and this is that tall, slender man okay. from the video. Yeah. Either way, we're getting some gold. Either way. We're, we're eating goose. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be <laughs> we're good. eating goose. We're eating goose, yeah. Either we're getting gold or eating goose. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't say that in very loudly. Yeah. But, uh, All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hunt <laughs> a little round. All right, go team. Yeah. Go team. We all raise our hands. Right. Two, four, six, eight. Mind slayers. <laughs> Mind slayers. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Okay. I, po- I point the- uh, as you go ahead. You point this at him. Yeah. Uh, as you raise it up, I prepare an okay. action to attack him. Uh, Skamos, what would you like to do? Same thing. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just gonna just gonna play my flute okay. and uh, cool. Give uh. Give my boy uh, Pickwick a thumbs up and a little wink and bark okay. inspiration. Nice. Right. Okay. Uh, We're bored. No one has been giving anybody yeah, inspiration right. the entire time. You haven't really needed it yet, to be honest. <laughs> well, now you do. Now <laughs> you have it. Um, as you raise the staff and point it at him, a thin blue beam of energy loops its way around him, and he begins to glow and hover a few feet off the ground. He begins to turn around slowly, glowing so bright it's hard to keep your eyes on him. And in a flash, a tall, slender human man falls to his knees on the ground. He rises to his feet and tries to rip the staff from your hands. Uh, Pickwick, make me a strength contest. Uh So roll me a strength. Roll me a roll plus your strength. Oh, boy. That's a D10. And you get a D10. Oh, I get a D10? All right. Thank goodness. Because I have a minus one to fucking strength. Um, (laughs) Let's see. So let's see. uh, you better hold pick on quick, to that stick, pick quick, quick, quick. quick. I'll hold on to the stick. Uh, <laughs> oh boy! And then, oh, and a D10 with it. Yes. Yeah. And then, oh geez, uh, thirteen, thirteen. 
I rolled a 16 plus one okay. 17. Huh. Uh, he succeeds in ripping the staff from your hands. And he kind of <laughs> gathers himself for a second. He says, so now you know the truth. You know what really happened to that day? I was turned to a goose. The fucking useless form. But this, he holds the staff in his hands, makes it all worth it in the end. I need you all to come here and use this to change me back. After that day, I was unable to wield the staff due to my gooseness. <laughs> I just needed to find somebody dumb enough to fall for my sob story and come out here and change me back so I could fully harness the power of nature once and for all. And as he says all this, the sky begins to darken and the clouds begin to swirl above. Everybody roll me initiative. Uh, 12, I think. Yeah, 12. 9 plus. Nineteen for initiative. And then also whenever he turns back into the Slender Man, a cloud of daggers appears. You fill the air with spinning daggers in a cube five feet on each side, centered on a point you choose within range. Creature takes 4d4 slashing damage when it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn. Badass. So I'm centering it on the dude's chest. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Reed, what did you say you rolled? Uh, 11. 11. So it's going to be... Quick talker, slow actor. <laughs> he took nine points of damage from the Cloud of Daggers, by the okay. way. Okay. Since he wrested it from my hand, would that affect me too? I don't know. How uh, what's the, the radius on it? Five feet? Five feet. No, we'll say that it didn't hit you. You okay. said five damage? Uh, no, nine damage. All right, cool. Uh, we will start initiative with Javier. So you cast this spell, and it is now your actual turn. I am going to cast Eye Bite. Uh-huh. Um, with spell's duration, blah, blah, blah. One creature of my choice within 60 feet of me that I can see must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Uh, he's probably, saving he's probably got some pretty good wisdom, I imagine. Uh, I mean, I spelled I rolled an my 18. save is 17. Ooh, all right. God damn it. <laughs> and that's the only time I could use damn. that. That was my one sixth level spell slot. <laughs> Valiant effort. Uh, next in the order is going to be Hilland himself. Uh, he is going to, let's see, use his movement to uh nobody is within five feet of him he is going to back up 30 feet uh and you are all going to roll me a dexterity saving throw as he casts fireball oh 24 uh 21 saves saves Uh, 10 (laughs) doesn't save uh you gotta you gotta step it (laughs) up i'm trying my best (laughs) First, you lost the stick, and now you're going to die to uh, the how fire. How long are you going to keep throwing that in my face? I mean, come on. At a certain <laughs> point, you know, you got to let things go. <laughs> I cast uh, Alter, you take alter Memory. You did let things go, and that's how we lost <laughs> the stick. I cast Alter <laughs> Memory <laughs> on my eyes. <laughs> kidding, <laughs> kidding. Uh, wait, what, do, what do I take? <laughs> Quick, you take 21 points of damage. Uh, and Javier, you take half that, so we'll just call it 10. Shit, I'm, I'm taking damage this, this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that is his turn. 
Uh, next in the order is going to be Skamos. I'm going to... Uh, how far is he away from me? Uh, he is now 35 feet. All right, I'm going to walk, I'm going to say, 15 feet up to him. Okay. And I'm going to... Uh, oh, I lost my... Uh, where is it? All right, I'm going like, to cast guys on him. He has to make a wisdom saving throw, or he will have... He will uh, be placed under a magical command by me. Uh, 16? Oh, no. It's a 17. Huh. So I'm going to be like, hey, bud, give me the staff. And don't don't try to take it back. And every time he doesn't uh, go by my rules, he's going to take how much damage? If he doesn't listen to what I'm saying and do as I say, he's going to take 5d10 psychic damage. 5d10. Okay. Wow. Every time, each time he acts in a manner directly counter to my instructions. Cool. He says, sure, here you go. And he tosses it to you. Uh, and he is going to use a legendary action to also, in the process of this, uh, cast, let's see, something. Uh, he is going to cast Firebolt as he tosses. So with one hand, he tosses you the staff. And with his other hand, he tosses Firebolt to you. Okay. Does, fuck. Does a oh Jesus? Does a twenty nine hit? <laughs> well, do lucky. You roll a five. Uh, plus eleven is still a sixteen. Now I have damn it a fourteen. Ah, I wasted. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna take uh, eighteen points of damage. So eighteen minus forty one is twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. Okay, I got the staff. Okay, yeah, you got the staff. Uh, he says with his free action, because you can talk for a free action. Uh, he says, uh, you can have it. I'll just kill you and take it back anyway. It's fine. I don't need it at the moment. Oh, but if you take it back, you know, it's you're not going to feel too great. <laughs> uh, you'll be dead when I take it back. So I'm not too worried about it. Uh, next in the order is going to be Pickwick. Pickwick. Okay. So can I, can I use unsettling words and a spell? Uh, unsettling words is not a spell, I believe. So let me look. It's like it's like the opposite of my bardic uh, like inspiration, right? Uh, unsettling words is a bonus action. So oh, yeah. yes, you okay. can in fact use that. Okay, I'll uh, I'll say that, and I'll just whisper loud enough so that he can hear. You know, you're never gonna fix it. It's a drop in the bucket. You should just give up now, man. Why are you even trying? <laughs> uh, to uh, demoralize roll a him. D10. D10. Okay. Four. <laughs> Fuck. I can't. Uh, he will roll. now have negative four on his next ability check. Next ability. Okay. Uh, or saving or throw. Saving throw. Okay. And then uh it's yeah, it's it's just saving throw. Okay. Cool. And I'm gonna cast uh polymorph on him. Um and okay. turn him back into a goose. Nice, okay. Uh fucking negative four. Fuck. <laughs> and mine I I think it's so it's still a, a 15, right? That you have to beat. Yeah. What, uh, what is the, what is the thing that he has to roll? Oh, uh, the spell transforms a creature that you can see within range into a new form. An unwilling creature must make a wisdom, wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. Yeah. Still plus zero. I did roll an 18. Oh, okay. Which oh, minus, so minus four, four is, is 14. Uh, 14. Hey. hey. Uh, so he is he is now a goose again. <laughs> oh no. Does that kind of break the encounter? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh this this tall, slender humanoid man uh reverts back to goose form, uh little stick sticking out of his mouth again. 
Uh, he is just going to hawk at you, and it is going to go to Javier's turn. I'm just going to run up and stab him. Okay. That's an 11 to hit. Uh, 11 probably doesn't hit. This is Reed's character still. Uh, his AC is 14. Okay. I'm going to stab him again. Okay. Roll again. 23. Okay. Roll damages. 7, 11, and then I'm going to do a defensive flourish. Okay. Um, so that's another D10. Eight points, eight more points of damage. Okay. So 19 total. Okay. And until the start of my next turn, my AC is now 24. Nice. Okay. Uh, we are at the top of the order. You went first. Next is going to be this goose who with this stick in his mouth is going to... We're going to do that. Uh, he is going to cast Thunderstep. Uh, the stick in his mouth is actually his wand. Yeah. Um, so he is going to teleport himself up to 90 feet, uh, but he is just going to go 30 feet this way. Uh, and within 10 feet, uh, actually, it is just going to be Javier making this uh, make me a constitution saving throw uh, because okay. Skamos was 15 feet away. That's a natty one. Uh, you're going to take 3d10 points of thunder damage. 14 points of thunder damage. Uh, and the goose is now over here. Next in the order is going to be Scamos. He's 30 feet in the air? Uh, no, he's, he just moved 30 feet over here. Oh, so he's, how, how far is he away from us now? Uh, he is now 35 feet from you. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, 30 feet from Javier. And 40 feet from Pickwick. Okay. Uh, anyways, I uh, start blasting. Start blasting, yeah. Uh, oh, nope. Uh, is it a 15 hit? Uh, yes. Oh, dope. Is this okay. 14? That's 6, 10, 20, 29 damage. Uh, okay. He is not looking... Great at this point. Uh, he is bloodied. There's a little bit of blood leaking from his beak. Um, Pickwick, does he get to roll again to not be a goose on his turn? Uh, let me look that. Um, I forgot. The No, the transformation lasts for the duration or until the target drops to zero hit points or dies. Um, oh, shit. Okay, so he's just a goose now. Huh. How long is it? The... Probably a minute. Up to hour. Oh, wait a <laughs> oh yeah, he's a goose. <laughs> he's a goose. Uh, it also says the the target's game statistics, including mental ability scores, are replaced by the statistics of the chosen beast. It nice. retains okay. its alignment and personality. Uh, the target assumes the hit points of the new form, and when it, when it reverts to its normal form, the creature returns to the number of hit points it had before it transformed. Um, if it was oh, shit, so you kind of gave him more hit points. Uh, yes. So hold on. Oh yeah, he's right. probably a human now. Uh, geese have ten hit points, so definitely back to human. Uh, yeah, Skamos, you. Oh no, actually, <laughs> uh, Skamos reverted him back to a human, and he has ten more hit points than he did before. Fuck. Cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, okay. Well, that happened. He is still <laughs> loose, 
and we move on. Uh, next in the order is if it if it, um, if he drops to zero hit points and any excessive damage carries over to the, its normal form. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he had ten additional hit points from being a goose. You yeah. did twenty nine points of damage. So oh, no. only nineteen <laughs> of that went to Go actual through. him. Okay. Right. But it also says uh, yeah. can't speak or cast spells or take oh, any other actions requiring hands or speech. Uh, let me see. Oh, he cast a spell. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, Pickwick, yeah. you uh, are no longer real fucked up. Oh, no. Uh, Javier took that damage. Javier. Okay. Javier took that damage. I don't okay. remember how many it was. Neither do I. 14, <laughs> okay. maybe. Uh, I'm using the... Um, the staff is a back scratcher right now. Nice. <laughs> Given the gun. Uh, next. Okay. So, Amos. Uh, well, okay. So, all right. Well, fuck. We return back to where we were before. <laughs> I don't know. Revert back to this. Uh, it is Hillen's turn. He is going to goose. And I believe geese have a flight speed. Actually, you know what? It doesn't matter. Uh, Scamos hit him with something. He is no longer a goose. We'll just say that cool. his turn was null and void because he didn't do anything. Okay. Um, and we'll just go from here. Uh, so between Scamos and Pickwick, he is going to use a legendary action now that he is actually a human being. And now he is going to cast Thunderstep. Uh-oh. So we're going to go over here. Uh, Javier, you're going to take damage again. Uh, Scamos, you didn't have to move to cast that spell, did you? Nope. Just All right, cool. Uh, Javier, are you going to take 12, 15 points of damage this time instead of 14? Okay. Uh, that was his legendary action. It is now Pickwick's turn. Um, so let's see, no longer a goose. So charm monster, I take it wouldn't work, right? Because that's only on right. like a creature. Okay. Um, I will, uh, let's see, how, how much is everybody, is everybody hurt a little bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Everybody is hurt at least a little bit. At least a oh, little yeah. bit. A little bit. Okay. Then can I uh, cast, I guess, Mass Cure Wounds? Oh, he, he picked up that spell. Hell yeah. Yeah. Skamos is fucked up. Javier has 99 hit points, so he's fine. Oh. <laughs> but could, you, could, could take heals. Could take heals. Okay, yeah, I'll do, I'll do some heals. I'll do some heals, some Mass. So it's, uh... Oh, no, he's in 69. You're not allowed to heal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll forfeit my uh, heals to... Remain at 69. <laughs> <laughs> Scamos because he's fucked up. Help me. Oh, I thought Pickwick was more fucked no. up. Help me. Scamos is at like 24 or something. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I'm doing I'm I I'm I'm bleeding. So let's see. It's uh yeah. it's three D eight for uh I gotta choose up to six creatures, so just us. Yeah, you you can heal the three of you. Okay. Uh let's see. Six plus eight plus seven. All right, six, seven, eight. Twenty-one. I'll, I'll get that. Cool. Everybody is healed. Twenty-one hit points. Twenty-one hit points. Twenty-one. Uh, cool. That was Pickwick's turn. We are back to the top with Javier. Is yeah. Mm-hmm. He's over here now. Okay. I am going to. Let's see. Question. Hmm. Can I use hallucinatory terrain to make the ground look like a bunch of goose beaks? Uh, what's the wording on hallucinatory terrain? 
You make natural terrain in a 150-foot cube in range look, sound, and smell like some sort, some other sort of natural terrain. No, because okay, goose beaks are not a natural terrain. <laughs> okay. Um, Good try, but not quite. I am going to... How far away is Skamos from me? Five feet. Okay. I'm going to reach over and touch Skamos and cast Invisibility. Okay. Um, a creature I touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it is on the target's person. The spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. Okay. And then I'm going to sprint over to the bad guy. Okay. He, you have that arrived. My turn. Uh, next in the order is going to be the not goose. Uh, he's no longer a goose. Next in the order is going to be Hilland. He is going to. Let's see. So many spells. So little time. Oh, I'm also going to use my changeling trait and transform into a large goose. Okay. Weird flex, Bill Uh He is, from where he's standing, currently going to cast a lightning bolt, which is a 100-foot line, uh, five-foot-wide lightning blast, and is going to actually catch Javier and Skamos in it at the same time. Uh, you will both need to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, actually, he rolled a four on him, so... There is nothing to roll. We uh, <laughs> both roll dexterity saves. Ten. The 22. Uh, the 22 is going to do it. The 10 is not. I'm also going to hellish rebuke since he tried to hit me. So, Javier, you're going to take 17 points of damage. Skamos, you're going to take half of that, which is 8. And then go ahead and roll for hellish rebuke. Well, he's got to make a deck save first. Uh, not good. I rolled a 9 plus 3, 12. Fails and he takes uh, 13 damage. I'm sorry, 18 damage. Uh, he is bloodied once more. Oh, right, since I. Uh, well, it's, Hellish Rebuke is an action. So it, Hellish Rebuke is a reaction. So I don't really lose my invisibility, do I? Or do I? You cast a spell. It is casting A, right? It's a reaction. Okay, never mind. I'm not invisible anymore. Uh, cool. Next. That was. Next is going to be Skamos. So you aren't going to be visible, invisible for long anyway. All right. I'm going to... Um, what am I going to do? How about confusion? Confusion. Spell assaults, creature's mind. Has to make a wisdom saving? No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do... You know what? I'm just going to just give him the finger, flip him off, and cast vicious mockery. Okay. Let me just go to the V's now in this spellbook app. All right. I unleash a string of insults. Atari can hear you. Has to succeed on wisdom saving throw or take uh, 3d4 damage. Wisdom save. I rolled a two. Oh. Plus three is a five. Awesome. Oh, I thought his wisdom was way better. Mm-mm. One, four, eight. It's only 3d4, right? Yeah. Eight plus five, 13 damage. Damage puts him at that. Okay. Uh, he is going to take his legendary action now and he is going to cast. Uh, Javier, you're right up on him. You stabbed him with a sword, correct? Make me a constitution saving throw. Okay. He's going to cast 
poison spray. Uh, 17. Uh, that fails. You're going to take 4d12. That fails? Yep. God damn. Save is a 19. 6, 4, 12, 18, or 22 points of damage. Ouch! Uh, as he sprays you with poison spray from his hand. We are going to go to Pickwick now. Uh, what a foul thing to do. Um, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll cast Dominate Person. Yeah, or actually sure. first I'll do the uh, I'll do another one of my uh, unsettling words to him. Okay, yeah. you I'll, I'll, I'll say, uh, I'll just I'll whisper to him, you know nobody likes you, right? <laughs> uh, hey, 10. Uh, cool, he's gonna fucking fail for sure. <laughs> and uh, he's like, lady, listen, I don't need you talking in my fucking ear. I know nobody <laughs> likes me. Ah. Why do you think <laughs> I'm here? I can see it got under your skin, though. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. It's gonna lose 10. Uh, go ahead and roll your. All right, it's uh, it's you. It's a it's a wisdom save. Um, uh, yeah, fifteen. Save. I rolled a <laughs> I rolled a twelve hey. minus ten, plus nothing is gonna get me to fucking wait. 15. He doesn't... Plus three. Plus three. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna make it to what we need okay. to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he fails. Go ahead. So dominate person. Uh, you attempt to beguile a humanoid that you can see within range. So it. It fails, so while the target is charmed, I have a telepathic link with it, and uh, I can use this to issue commands to him um, and take okay. take total and precise control of the target. Um, Interesting. Oh, no. Okay. Let's see. Concentration up to one minute. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to remember. What what was the, the name? So uh, Rubius and... So Rubius. Yeah, I... I this, this is, is Helen. Helen. Tell him yeah. to try to take the stick from me. Don't what? Tell him to try to take the stick from me. <laughs> Could no, but as soon as he he takes damage, he gets to redo the the save. Um, I mm-hmm. say, uh, okay. Well, well, I, I I assume since he's fucking commanded, I I say uh, I ask him where where Rubius is. Uh, he says, Rubius is dead. Rubius is dead. The staff did him in. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I tell him to throw his wand over here, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he does. He does. Uh, I pick up the wand and uh, I don't know. I, I, I talk to my group. <laughs> say, <laughs> what, what, should we, uh, what should we have him do? We got him for a minute, but he's fucking <laughs> strong. I can't hold him for long. <laughs> Make him listen to our mixtape. <laughs> a mixtape, huh? <laughs> Start playing the record. Uh, Join our band. <laughs> make him carry all our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Roadie. We should we should break his wrong we should break his wand. Break his wand? Okay. Break his legs. <laughs> what are you guys gonna do? Uh technically, since he can't attack any of you, you're out hmm. of combat. Yeah. And we have a minute. A minute. As you can see, my character is not a built fighter. Uh, <laughs> any way to get out of combat that's that's what she uses um uh, we, we gotta make sure he doesn't keep trying to beat us up and uh yeah that's a good way to do that well oh i got it all right sweet um yeah. so while he's uh dominated does that mean he has disadvantage on like saving throws uh let's see he has 
disadvantage against me, I believe. Um, it's cool. I have one lucky lucky point left. I'll try it out. Lucky point. Okay. It's charmed. So he's actually he thinks he's our he's we're friends now, right? <laughs> uh yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So he can he can attack us, and then uh, the charmer has advantage on any ability it checks to interact socially with the creature. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna cast my last guys and tell him to give up his ways. Enjoy <laughs> give okay. up his give ways. Give up your ways of trying to uh, take his wand and be a complete dick and just be our roadie. That is a con <laughs> that save. That is a wisdom save, I think. Wisdom save. So are we oh, I'm gonna cast agreeing? It as a how many spell slots do I have left? Three, six. 10 i'm gonna cast it at ninth level spell slot i'm using all my spell slots oh my okay. goodness how do you do that <laughs> it all it's spell you can like add uh, them up or something yeah oh awesome. wow okay i'm wasting basically all my spell slots at ninth level the spell lasts until it's ended by one of uh by remove a remove curse a greater restoration or a wish spell okay oh, wow okay so he just auto fails then yes because he gets like I rolled my last lucky point on him, and he got in that one. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. All right. He agrees to give up his ways. <laughs> and stop being a dick. And stop, stop being, being a, a dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, I guess, I guess I'm done being a dick now. <laughs> uh, I have a timer going for the minute of concentration, and your minute is up. Oh, okay. Okay. He breaks out. He is no longer. Uh, actually, does he just get to make the save again? No, no, he's just out. That's like the oh, duration okay. of it. All right. Uh, so that spell is ended. Ben, what exactly is the wording of All your right. spell? I tell him to give up his ways, stop being a dick to us, and uh, become our roadie. And okay. Yeah. He rolled a nat one on it with my, my, last, my last lucky. And the only thing I can remove this is a wish spell. Uh, a greater restoration or a move curse spell. And he has no, he has no save. Well, he has a save, but I rolled for him with my life. He had a save, but... So if I use a legendary resistance, he doesn't fail? That's Because I do you, that? Man. That's all on you. Uh, okay. Well, I use the only one that he has uh, and not fail this. Or, and not... Yeah, not fail this. Uh, right. He passes. He is not. Not into not being a dick. <sighs> Well, there's all my spell slots. Uh, and that means he can't use his. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's all he's got. Got a couple spell slots left. No more legendary resistances. This dude is looking pretty rough. He's down on his luck. However, Skamos is out of spell slots. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we are at the top of the order with Javier. Okay. He is not your friend. He is going to continue to be a dick. Uh, and did not fall under the the spell of uh, Pickwick. He sees my hand guys. turn into shadows, and I stab my fingers into his neck, and I cast Vampiric Touch Okay. at 5th level. Um, melee spell attack, 26 to hit. Yeah. Okay, that's going to be 5d6. Four, ten, twelve, fourteen. Fourteen points of damage, and I heal for seven. Uh, he is very fucked up. Uh, 
and I'm going to take another attack against him. Okay. Uh, this time I'm going to stab him in the balls. Well, that seems unnecessary, but okay. That's a 16 to hit. That hits. A nine, no, 20 points of damage. Uh, he is dead. Finish him. Um, Javier runs up, yells, Honk! And stabs his sword <laughs> up his nuts. Into his body. <laughs> up his nuts. I would like to go, I would like to, go up to his ears like, you should have taken the gig. <laughs> as you as the life leaves this man's eyes you walk up to him and say this to him and he's like it's too late now and dies uh you guys have fully beat the shit out of this uh this wizard and you are standing on this island uh as you stand around and begin to celebrate the skies clear to reveal all the stars above you yeah. uh, i'm gonna miss uh, a minor illusion myself some sunglasses and be like like this yeah. goose has been well done. Cooked. We're <laughs> <laughs> eating uh, good tonight, boys. <laughs> Javier, you turn and look at Pickwick and Pickwick. Javier says, we did it, Pickwick. Pickwick. Pickwick, can you hear me? Pickwick. Uh-oh. Uh, and you wake up sprawled out in the tub of the room in the tavern you had rented holding your head as the hangover hits you like a building what? crumbling down on you and standing in the doorway is <laughs> javier trying to wake you up so you guys can finish your journey to 12 and that is where what? we'll end our session <laughs>